So glad you could make it, 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 make Bless this mess. Hi, welcome to another episode. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. We're so excited to have you here. Oh man, Olga, that episode was so good. I cannot yes, tell you. Yes, <laughs> yes. That episode had me laughing, crying, like literally crying. I would breathe, then I'll be like, okay, okay, okay. Nothing bad is happening. She's still alive. But then I was like, uh, but why is she repeating the day? It was the groundhog version of Blind Spot with a little bit of Inception and The Matrix and I don't know what else. Yeah, that that, that literally was like amazing. That episode, my God, that was amazing. Yeah, it was so good. So guys, we are going to do a five minute recap. There's too much to explain in just one podcast. So here's our five minute recap. <laughs> Welcome to our Blind Spot 5 Minute Summary. This week, Blind Spot Season 3, Episode 14, Everlasting. Patterson wakes up to a crazy neighbor playing the trumpet super early in the morning. She yells at him. Hey! Dizzy Gillespie, I'm trying to sleep here! Goes back to sleep and then wakes up at 6. Patterson comes to work. She enters the elevator and meets Jack, a cute guy that works at the NYL. Jack likes laser stuff. Laser laser and Patterson's paper's about laser. You read that? Of course. Zapata enters the elevator when Jack invites Patterson to his laser talk. Patterson shuts that down. I can't and runs away out of the elevator awkwardly. Zapata tells Patterson she should get back on the horse and date Jack, the cute laser guy. Patterson tells Zapata that she's reluctant to date anyone because Borden, her last boyfriend, was a terrorist that tried to kill her. Reed tells Zapata and Patterson to come to his office. He tells them that he is engaged to Megan and he wants Zapata to be his best man. What? Me too, girl, me too. Both Zapata and Patterson pretend to be happy about it. Zapata and Patterson leave Reed's office. Patterson tells Zapata that she needs to tell Reed how she feels, but Zapata says, No way, I won't say and she cracked one of Jane's tattoos. She says that there is a C and D by sequence of number, which means circumference over diameter. When each digit is multiplied by pi, it leads to a number of an autopsy report of a U.S. Marine. Patterson finds Jane and Kurt talking about how they shouldn't let Avery know about the crazy bad stuff her dad did with Crawford before double-checking the information. Patterson agrees. Patterson and the team talk in her lap. Patterson tells the team what offering found. It was as easy as pi. <laughs> Really they explained the three sequences in Jane's tattoos referred them to three different autopsy reports of three U.S. Marines that died in an accidental drug overdose. Patterson says that each autopsy report was doctored because they have the same line on them from the same scanner. The team found a major military cover-up, but they can't examine the bodies because they were all cremated. Someone really, really doesn't, doesn't want us to find out how these Marines died. Yeah, we got that, Jane. Patterson says that they can do a crazy dangerous volcanic test with a centrifuge to find toxins in the remains. Colonel Ferguson from the medical examiner's office comes in and doesn't want to offer the ashes up. General Peter Mahoney comes in and tells them he wants the test done because one of his men died and he wants to understand about the drug overdose. Colonel Ferguson offers their centrifuges to do the test. The centrifuges get set up. Then, the centrifuges start freaking out. Patterson goes to check what is going on and then gets blown up. Patterson wakes up thinking that all what happened was just a dream, but the day plays out the same way. Patterson just thinks that it is a major deja vu moment. Patterson finds the sequence of numbers that she looked at before had two different types of sevens. Roman wrote one seven with a crossbar and one without to bring attention to them. The centrifuge test is done again and Patty gets blown up for the second time. The day starts over for Patterson, while we see a glimpse of the real Patty being rushed to the hospital. However, instead of Jack in the elevator, this time it is David. Patterson explains to David that she is living the same day over again. David tells her, Break the loop. But what does it mean? Patterson ends up 
Stuart yelling at Reed and Zapata to get together to try to break this loop. Patterson then finds Stuart instead of Efrain in the lab. Patterson apologizes to Stuart, and they talk about how to solve the tattoo. Patterson tells the team the centrifuge test has been sabotaged, and the team ends up interrogating all the suspects. Zapata says that the centrifuge test started. Patterson tries to stop it, but gets blown up for the third time. Patterson's day starts over. She meets a naked Roman in the elevator. What is this too good? Roman flirts with Patterson. And before the kiss, Patterson hears the team talking over the intercom. Seriously? But in actuality, they were talking over her hospital bedside. They explained that they found a bone fragment in one of the remains, which shows the victim was exposed to some heavy metals, meaning that he probably was poisoned. Jane says that the centrifuge blowing up was probably an accident. Patterson says that this wasn't an accident, and she continues with her repeating day. Reed and Tasha are engaged in this alternate universe dream. And Jane is Kurt, and Kurt is Jane. <laughs> Patterson starts to hemorrhage in real life when she meets Borden in her alternate universe dream. In real life now, Reed says that the coroners died after submitting the reports. Back in Patterson's dream, Borden and Patterson are talking. Patty is still death mad at Borden. She still blames him for not being able to be in a relationship anymore. Jack and David appear in conversation about Patty's love life ensues. Patty wants to wake up out of this repeating day and tries to stay away from the exploding lab, but she then appears in front of the exploding centrifuge. Oh, come on! It's exploded for the fourth time. Patty wakes up again at the beginning of the same day. This time, the team is the breakfast club. Don't, don't. Who is Jack? Has a formula up on the board, which Patterson solves to be a formula for arson gas. It's arson gas. Patterson figures out that the highlighted sevens on the tats points to image seven on an autopsy report, which shows jaundiced eyes, which is a classic symptom of arson poisoning. The Marines didn't have accidental overdoses, but each was poisoned by arson gas. Patterson then figures out with David that the soldiers had gone on a secret mission together and all got poisoned at the same time. Holographic tattoos appear in front of Patterson. The three sequences of numbers fit into each slot of a neighboring circle on Jane's tattoos, which turns into a loop of numbers. Patterson breaks a loop, and it turns out to be coordinates outside of Beijing, where the secret mission happened with the three Marines. The extra pieces in the negative spaces spell out GPM, or General Peter Mahoney, and Patterson wakes up the same day, not understanding why she is still in the same loop. Patty's dream now puts her into a deserted, scary New York office. Patterson sees Director Pellington, Stewart, and David. They tell her that the only way to get out of this loop is to stop blaming herself for their deaths, and what happened with her and Borden. Patterson doesn't want to let go. She goes into VTAC in real life. Pellington, Stewart, and David then invite her to come up with her on the elevator. Don't go towards the light. Peter Mahoney appears and tries to drag her into the elevator. Patterson goes all kung fu and fights him off. It was fighting. Patterson finally wakes up in the real world and tells the team that it was General Peter Mahoney that is guilty. The general gets arrested. After Patterson starts getting better, she tells Jane she needs to talk with Avery, and she tells Zapata that she needs to talk with Reed after Zapata tells her that she's now Reed's best man. She also tells Zapata that because of her dream, she doesn't think Borden is dead. And we figure out in the last scene that Borden is actually not dead. Borden is giving a bad guy medical attention, and the bad guy says that an attack is coming soon. Whew. And that is our blind spot five-minute summary of season three, episode 14, Everlasting. Back to you. Okay, welcome back. We are finally ready to talk about yeah. some of the stuff that happened this week. I have been excited yes. since Friday to say things. Get it off our chest from Friday till today. <sighs> That's a lot. So, Daniela, what do you want to talk about first? Well, we have some questions here that some of our friends gave us over Twitter. And we can just talk about some of these, and then we can go into our own points that we have put aside. So, Syl writes us, and she asks us to talk about the naked Roman scene in the elevator. Yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> what do you think about that? That Like, that Patterson and Roman scene? Well, I kind of have always shipped it. I've always kind of wanted to see them together. In season two, there was a couple scenes where it seemed like there was a little bit of romantic tension, but I kind of just laid it off. And then this scene... Yeah. This scene where they had Patterson 
dream about a naked Roman in the elevator. It was like the the ice cream on top of the cake. Yeah, it was the ice cream on top of the cake. Yes. We now know, because we can see what's in Patterson's mind, we now know that she has a crush on Roman. The way she was like, wait, I have a crush on you? He's like, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) The scene was so perfect. Come on. I'm the bad boy we've always had a crush on. I have a crush on you. Patterson actually kind of yeah. let him flirt with her. He grab coffee? Oh. Yeah, you like that? No. Oh, this is bad. This is super bad. You want to grab coffee sometime? I mean, yeah. No, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that almost kiss. I mean, Sapata, so seriously? Seriously? Why you had a talk? Everybody in Blind Spot has the worst timing ever. I worst timing. Literally. Yeah. But I'm hoping I'm the thing that I was hoping with this because now there's some type of Patterson and Roman romance that they can play it out in season four. I've been kind of nervous that they are going to kill off Roman, but if they added that there, then I feel like that there's another storyline for Roman to go into. I want to see Roman back with the team. I don't know how they'll incorporate Roman back in because he's done a lot of bad stuff this season. I can only see him in jail, but maybe they can incorporate him back in the team. I mean... They could do like they did with Rich, as long as he helps, you know. It's like, what was it that that Rich had like a work release thing? Uh huh. I think so. They could do that with Roman. Yeah. And cool. and Patterson could supervise. I yeah. mean, oh man, we're we're just writing season four here. T- take point. <laughs> but if we are shipping, what wait, what are we gonna call them? I would call them Pro-Men. What would you call them? I have no idea. I haven't made a ship name yet. I will go down with this But I would call them Pro-Men. Like, but if we're shipping Pro-Men or I don't know what else we could call Pro- them for Pro-Men now. sounds like a fish. Come here, little squishy. No, because, you know, Pro as in Patterson, she's a pro. And Man as in he's a man. I mean, I think I think that one sounds a little bit more logical. It kind of sounds like per, uh, a piranha or prawn. I, I don't know. It just sounds like a fish. I shall call him Squishy. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, though. <laughs> well, okay, if we're shipping Patterson and Roman, um, what are we going to do with Jack? I didn't... She did uh, promise to call. Yeah, well... You can't have anything with a dream. We just saw like a glimpse of what Patterson feels on the inside. Almost like feelings that she never knew that she had. But I think that there's going to be a Jack scene, maybe. And I think it's kind of cute. I thought that he looked a lot like David, so it kind of seemed like he was a replacement David. I think that they'll have a couple episodes together, but I kind of feel like that whole Roman and Patterson scene was a little bit of foreshadowing what will happen in the future. And I'm kind of excited because both Ashley and Luke have great chemistry together. They really yes, do. I was really surprised. Do. 
And like, on and off screen, their chemistry is amazing. You could see the chemistry that they have. Like, when they're joking around, but you could see the chemistry off screen also. Yeah. So I think I think that that's awesome. Like, I don't know, Jack, I'm, is it the way he was staring at Patterson? Wasn't, like, this flirty type of stare? I was like, mm, I don't know if I could trust you, bro. <laughs> Not yet. I don't trust anybody that likes Patterson no. anymore. <laughs> Patterson has the worst luck ever. It's like, let's write a villain this season. Who should be the villain? Oh, Patterson's boyfriend. And then season one was like, we need to kill somebody. Who should we kill? Patterson's boyfriend. Boyfriend. No, why? Oh, come on! I was so devastated when they killed him off the show. I liked David and Patterson. And I felt, yeah. for, I, I felt for Patterson when David appeared and she was talking to David and she was saying, Well, then I want to go back to yours. If I'd never shown you Jay's tattoos and you never would have chased that clue and you never would have gone in that alley and you'd still be here. Because she still loves him and she still loved him when she let him go in the final scene but she wants yeah but she wanted to stay because she knows that she has other stuff to live for she may still not be ready to have a boyfriend i think that exactly what happened to her with borden and david even after two years i would be nervous to date anybody it's already hard to date people than having ptsd about Having like having memories of your boyfriend being exactly. a, being a terrorist, then I don't think I don't trying think to kill her because yeah. you could be a terrorist. But he tried to kill your girlfriend, <laughs> but he went overboard. He went overboard and beyond. <laughs> and you know, even I would have got PTSD. I would have gotten PTSD, <laughs> child. So, <laughs> yeah, and. But I have to say, now that we're talking a little bit about Borden, did you see his face when they told him, oh, the attack is, is almost ready? His face of devastation was just, like, so there present. I was like, does he really feel bad because they're going to attack the city? Or should I not trust him anymore? What the heck is going on? I have no idea what's happening anymore. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So she kind of knew that she, that he was not dead. And then Zapata, being Zapata, being at CIA, was like, no, that's just a dream. And then, you know, trying to shake it off. But, you know, no. But Patterson's way too smarter than that. It's like intuition or patty sense or whatever you want to call it. Instead of spidey <laughs> sense, it's oh. patty sense. <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Patty sense? It's amazing. <laughs> I know... Um, Patterson's gonna be hurt when she finds out that Zapata and probably Nas are behind the whole Project Dragonfly, which I am now completely positive that has to do with Borden. Uh-huh. Um, I know Patterson's gonna be devastated. She's gonna be like, my best friend knew that he was alive and never told me anything. Okay, I have PTSD. Okay, you know, I was suffering because of whatever he did to me. But still, I think she deserved to know. Yeah, and I think um, I'm not really sure what Borden is doing now. Because if Zapata knows about Borden and she knows that he's still alive, 
I was thinking that the CIA would have captured him. But now I see that he's working with bad guys. So Okay. So I'm thinking that he may be a double agent. I think he could be also, yeah, sorry, my Spanish just went through. <laughs> I, um, I think that actually does make sense. I think he's working for the CIA. I think they said, okay, well, you know what? We could use your, your skills to, you know, to work with us. They could actually be doing to him what they're doing to Rich. Bless this mess. A, a work release thing. Or maybe just the deal, so, a deal that he doesn't end up in yeah. prison. But I don't exactly, know. his whole thing was to—he didn't want it to end up in in jail. So mm-hmm. probably he just the deal that they have is that okay, I'll work for you, I'll be your double agent, but I don't go to jail. I, I'm thinking that yeah. it's something along those lines, and that's why Zapata hasn't said anything. But she's still covering her butt. I mean, seriously, she's your best friend. Tell her, tell the truth, or at least tell tell someone. And then just say, hey, I haven't told Patterson because, you know, the PTSD she has against Borden. Yeah, I think so. that may be what Weller was thinking with the whole James' daughter being dead thing. Where he was saying that sometimes in order to protect people, you need a lie. But it never works yeah. out that way. The thing that I no. really liked about this episode is that they talked about breaking the loop over and over again. And I've watched the episode a couple times and it finally made sense on two different levels where breaking the loop with the tattoo in order to solve it, but also breaking the loop with the actions that they keep on doing because they keep on doing the same actions. Yeah, the same mistake. They keep on making the the same mistakes and that's where they all fail. They lie to each other all the time. They have secrets. Tell the truth. I think them showing this in this episode, like, break the loop of the mistakes you're making. Speak the truth. Be honest. And what Patterson had told to Jane and and Weller, you guys have been separated so many times because of the half-truth that it wouldn't be fair for you guys to go through it again with Avery just to protect her. Mm -hmm. Or just to protect whatever you have with her. That counseling advice was amazing. I think Patterson nailed it. (laughs) Yeah, and the thing is, the whole three seasons, every problem that's happened is because of half-truths. Taylor (laughs) Shaw, that was a half-truth. Both Jane pretending that she was Taylor Shaw because she thought that she was. And Kurt not saying anything even after the test came back negative, they were both half-truths. And they keep on just lying to each other, and they keep on getting into the same loop, which, in fact, is tiring for me as a viewer as well, to see these same characters going over and over and over again into problems, the same mistakes. Once they were finally transparent to each other, they had to go on and separate and... And live their lives. It is tiring, but it's not fair that there's no transparency anymore. I think the secrets need to stop in order for them to literally be able to break that loop. Um, so we have another question here from our friend Annie. She asks, will Zapata tell Edgar she loves him? And is Avery ever going to come around to caring about Jane? Well, what do you think? Will Zapata tell Reed, 
hey, I'm in love with you. I've always been in love with you ever since you kissed me. Or you think she'll just like, no, I'll just stay as the best man. No, I know that the, she'll say something towards the end of the season. It always ends up that finally people tell their feelings at episode right? 22. <laughs> it's just like, why? This. Why at the end? <laughs> we need more. <laughs> yeah, it's just for I like mean, dramatic I really effect. hope she does say something. Uh-huh. At some point, it's okay. Take the dramatic effects. But not with Zapata and, and, and Reed. We need them. We talked about this. We just want to see if it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I just see that ending being like a traditional rom-com where Reed gets on a plane to leave to Europe and Zapata runs after him before he goes on the plane. And she catches him just in time. Let her off the plane! <laughs> And then they have the moment, and then the season ends. <laughs> Just traditional. Well, at least, you know, <laughs> you know that's technically what happened with Jane and Weller. Yes, because they were like, "Well, I had the chance to leave, but I don't want to leave because I love you too." Blah blah blah. Then they kiss, and then they, you know, everything else. What happened? Kind of, they did get that. What you said that might happen with Zapata and with Zapata and Reed. It's just, so you know, it's just traditional. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. I kind of feel them a little bit more. I more ship them now because I know that Zapata really likes it. I will go down with this. I feel like the writers are building this relationship up, and if they don't do anything mm-hmm. with it, then why are they bringing it up? So, supposedly... It wouldn't be the first time, sadly, it wouldn't be the first time we ask ourselves why the hell there are they adding the storyline to the to the series. Yes. So, it wouldn't surprise me either if they don't go nowhere with, with Reed and Zapata. However, I did enjoy them being together in the dream where they're engaged and I I died with the, with the rock. Did you oh, see how amazing yeah. that ring was? It looked it looked like a ring pop to me at the first. Yeah. It was so so funny that ring. You know, when I saw that ring, I immediately thought of the rings that they saw in the Avon book. I was like, oh that's that is totally a, a, an Avon ring. Yeah, that's a, totally a huge cubic zirconium. <laughs> Yeah, um, what do they call themselves? The the housewives uh, of blind spot. I don't. Know. <laughs> oh, that's epic! It look like yeah, the like blind that. spot wives of the NYC. The blind spot wives living it the up blind at the NYO. Of, of the NYO. <laughs> but the ring was so huge. I felt like I felt like her hand was gonna fall. <laughs> Just with the ring. <laughs> I was trying to say though that they did have some good chemistry in that five second scene. Yeah, they, they do. Okay. Oh, we got engaged, and they're playing with each other. That's uh-huh. something so wrong. Oh my god. However, I felt that mm-hmm. there was some foreshadowing there where Patterson's says oh okay, okay see, see this this, this makes, makes sense, sense. Only I'm a real. yeah yeah I, I think with that with that scene they were like kind of preparing us for something else 
yeah. for something uh, more. They'll end up together at the end of the season, or they'll end up together for a little I bit, mean, and then they'll break up. Like I mean, all TV shows. Jane and Weller, they can't end up together, together anymore because they're ready together. So that's what I thought at the beginning of the season. I was like, okay, they're married, so there's no will they, won't they type stuff anymore. And I was wrong. You and me together. You and me together. Because seriously. What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? So much will they, won't they. Oh, man. Oh, man. Too much. Too much. Yeah. Okay, the second question that Annie asked us is, is Avery ever going to come around to caring about Jane? And I think so. I'm still not sure if Avery's working for Sandstorm. I still feel a little bit off with that storyline. I know that every season there's been a mole. And I know that there's yeah. going to be another mole this season. Yeah. I just don't know who it is. Because we have Meg that could be the mole. We have Avery that could be the mole. Stuart, I thought, may be a mole. But now yeah. he's dead. So... Poor Stuart, rest in peace, Stuart. Yeah, poor Stuart, rest in peace. I was glad that they brought him back <laughs> this episode, though. I was super glad that they brought yeah. him back. It was so cute to see him yeah. again. Stuart. Stuart. <laughs> wow. That broke my heart. Okay, going back to Avery. Uh-huh. Um, I hope so. I hope she she's not a mole because mm-hmm. that would really kill Jane. Although. That is exactly what Roman wants. Yes. And to, to hurt Jane emotionally. That's probably, what yeah. Blind Spot does, period, is they hurt their characters emotionally. When hasn't there been an f- episode at all where the character gets hurt emotionally? It's just right. written I mean, in the I mean, stars. Do, do those actors even need psychological attention? We're good. We're good. Because... <laughs> Acting all of that out, oh, I would need psychological attention. <laughs> yeah. But I I agree with you. Avery probably will come around. But I still am feeling off with that whole storyline. I feel that there's something more going on. Especially when we figured out that her dad did a lot of bad stuff with Crawford before. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think she's working for Crawford. I think she's working for Roman. Or she could be playing them both, though. Yeah. Because it is proper. That's what I'm thinking, too, that she may be playing them both. I hope that everything works out. Yeah. I do love the way she's trying, though. And I really wish we get more of that. Yeah. So Susan replied to us and said, Roman. In fact, I would love it if you dedicated one whole podcast discussing him. Not that I'm biased or anything. Yeah, Susan, we know no. that you're not biased at all. <laughs> no, you're not biased. Who said you were? Town, yeah. anybody got snow, you know? You know what? I would second that. The scenes that he's in every episode, I really enjoy, especially going back to the elevator scene. That scene just brought Yes. Me- that scene made the whole episode. Yeah, I do like that. It made it. I mean, he played it so well as well. It was really good. <laughs> Nobody can see this. Wait, I got dying in the background. You? <laughs> I mean, yes, we understand this room and stuff. See, I have a curse on you. 
Apparently. I, mean, I can't get over that. I've crushed you. <sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and and Roman in the breakfast club scene. God, I'm good. We'll get there in a bit, but I mean, when she was like subtly like trying to touch his chest, you know, mm, girl. We know that crush is legit. Yes, we do. Okay, I rest my case. I mean, Susan, I'm on. I'm available. Whatever you want this podcast to be just Roman. Just, you know, Daniela, say the word. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe in the future we can do that. For me, Roman helped me get through season two with all the Nas stuff, with everything. I stayed for Roman's character because he made season two. He's done a lot for season three as well. I don't think a lot of people give him the credit that he deserves, but he's done a lot for Blind Spot. And I mean, I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh man. Okay. See, see, Susan. See, Susan, what you made me do. You guys cannot see this, but Daniela, she's really in real life, she's white, and right now she looks like a tomato. (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) It's just because I've been laughing for an hour, my cheeks hurt. (laughs) We have to get on with the other questions. So, we can't even talk. We can't even talk. Thanks, thanks, Susan. We can't even talk anymore. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Moving right along. <laughs> My cheeks are laughing. <laughs> okay. So moving, moving right along, as Olga said. Yes, please. <laughs> um. <laughs> Lily replied to us, and she said... Wait, before 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 we talk about Lily, Lily, we love you, Lily. Thank you for your question. We love you so much. Okay, he could okay. continue. Okay. So Lily asked, which of Patterson's boyfriend or girlfriend options will she go with? I counted five in the last episode. Granted, one of them is dead. Girlfriend? Wait. Wait, when when we talk about girlfriends, is girlfriend as in a f- normal friend that is a girl? No, there's a Patterson and Zapata ship. Right. I kind of ship it too. Yeah. So I think it's I think yeah. it's cute. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, you know what? I I'd rather ship Zapata with Patterson than Zapata with Reed. Yes. Okay, I didn't finish the question, Olga. I have to finish the question. <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> My jaw hurts so that I'm not even joking. My face hurts. So Lily asked, which of Patterson's boyfriend or girlfriend options will she go with? I counted five in the last episode. Granted, one of them is dead and another came back from the dead after trying to kill her. Oh, and a third is also trying to kill the team. She does have a lot of options. But they kind of suck. Yeah, poor Patterson. Currently, they suck. I mean, we need her to have a normal relationship, 
Hell, even a normal life, please. <laughs> um, she just doesn't have that many good options at all. We love Roman, but he's just a psychopath. I think, I think if, now that we're mentioning Roman, God, we're back to Roman again. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> you know, like how they say that love cures it all and blah, 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 which at some point I do think, I do believe in and I don't believe in all at the same time. Um, but I think if they really have this amazing connection, that could, you know, I think she could help him get through whatever he's going through and vice versa, because then Roman could teach her how to defend herself. True, true. But seeing Kung Fu Patterson this episode, I I think that she can defend herself. When I saw her, oh my God, like I'm a huge fan of the fight scenes on the show but this one tops off all of them even jane's fights and i'm i'm like obsessed with jane's fight but she topped jane's fights you know i mean that scene was choreographed really well and she looked so natural that it was i was like seriously i wanted to be patterson in that moment (laughs) so going back to the options i think the only best option um taking out or scratching out um Roman because he is a a known psychopath I don't think that Patterson or Roman had any real scenes together last season so I don't know if that one counts but in the dream it works perfectly it works perfectly I mean (laughs) and I think that that the option that Patterson will go with is I think that she'll go with Jack for a little bit and then what we said before is then she'll go probably with Roman next season hopefully I don't see her and Jack having I don't see him as a long term like that that whole long term relationship no no Mm -hmm. no I don't but hopefully we do have a Patterson and and Roman a pro-man a pro-man, the what? The, what was like, it? It sounds like a fish. I shall call him Squishy. <laughs> yeah. oh, Find another Roman name. The piranha. I don't. I don't approve of I, this ship name. I, no. Sounds like a piranha. I know. I don't know. Now that you say, now that you say, is it, it sounds like a piranha's name? I shall call him Squishy. I, just, um, I, I don't want to prove it either. Like a fish. Sounds like a fish. I know someone else has said Patterman or something like that. Oh, oh yeah, Patterman. Patterman. Yeah, I think that that may be one. But I, I, Proman, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. No, no. don't be. Don't be. <sighs> I shall call him Squishy. So we have a couple quick topics that we'll go over really quickly and talk about. So one is that Borden is actually alive. And I kind of saw that from miles away once Borden appeared in the episode I was pretty positive that he'd come back in other episodes so I wasn't really surprised that Borden was actually alive we had already talked about the pictures that were leaked with Roman and Weller and Jane so we already knew that he was alive yeah before seeing the pictures I, I thought he was pretty much dead Mm-hmm. apparently not after seeing the pictures mm-hmm. and now it's like 1000 percent confirmed he is not dead next topic the breakfast club scene in blind oh. spot don't, 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 don't. that was 
Yes. 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 <laughs> it was so out there. It was so crazy. Yeah. But it was so good. Oh, and when automatically she was like with the notebook that had a heart, and it was like really funny. It's like, oh, Jane looked it so creepy was so awesome at the same time what's our scene gas it was just so good i loved it so much and well it was like i love you got the pointage <laughs> you know no but i think out of all of them reed was killing me is this, is this gonna, gonna be on the test? test yeah the actors just had a field day with this scene. No, yeah. I think internally they were like, oh, yay, I'm going to live my life dream to be part of the breakfast club. You know, that scene was, was awesome. And I know my mom was alive. She would have enjoyed that scene every second of that scene. <laughs> just knowing my mom, she would have done that. I am obsessed with groundhog day i love the movie it's been a family tradition in my home that we watch it every year so just seeing yeah. the groundhog day references and everything just made me so happy the whole groundhog day premise mixed with a mystery yeah. storyline it was so good it was crazy though it wasn't groundhog day exactly but it was like groundhog day meets inception meets the matrix in the matrix I am not in the Matrix. I am not in the Matrix. It was so good. Yeah, but the whole... Oh, and I love the way she solved the case. Uh-huh. With all those 3D effects. The animation in that scene was phenomenal. I loved yes. the animation, the holographic tattoos appearing. I, my mind was blown in that scene. Whoever, yes. whoever animated that, Huge props because I was flabbergasted. Yes, it definitely. was so good. It was so good. Like, literally so good. <sighs> I just think about the episode and it just, it's breathtaking from beginning to end. Oh, that price was like, hey, Dizzy Galastic, I'm trying to sleep here. Hey, Dizzy Galastic, I'm trying to sleep here. Everything from beginning to end was, was amazing perfect this episode is my new favorite episode of, of blind spot seriously like from beginning to end it was non-stop so that is the end of the topics that we're going to be talking about i hope that you guys liked it so thank you so much for joining us and we will be with thank you, you next week take care bye-bye yes Bye. So I'm glad you could make it, 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 make it